and welcome to Don't Be All Like Uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth and, oh what, so you guys do a podcast? Do you think that you have stuff to say that nobody else has stuff to say? Okay, weird. Nice vocal fry, Meredith Mark. Oh, no, I was Aaron. Oh, from- <laughs> wait, who? Aaron from Real Housewives of NYC, baby. Oh my gosh, I was just thinking about Seth and Meredith's podcast. That's all I can think of all week. Did you listen to it? No. There, I, can't. I can't. I can't. I will. I'll okay. do it. That was me being Aaron, making an assumption about you two, but I guess I could also be a Meredith Marks. I'm so sorry I missed guess. I was so wow. excited when I heard the word podcast. <laughs> she blacked out. I'm also joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. Well, you two will for sure guess correctly who this is about. I make love like I make my tea. I double bag it. All right, Austin. (laughs) Austin's scenes are always him making some sad meal in his kitchen alone. Have you guys? And then FaceTiming where he like has a colander to prop up his phone. Have you guys noticed that? Maybe that's why he double bags it. He's like, it's like a part of like a a subconscious desire to have another person with him. So that's why he gets the two tea bags out. Well, Austin's big question of the season, why am I alone? Oh, well, we can tell you. But who I can also tell you is our other co-host, Miss Julia Baker. Stop making Mormon 2.0 happen. It's never gonna happen. Mm. And that is a bad Heather, but she's basically yelling at all of her fellow castmates who claim Mormonism. She is now the Mormon police. We mm-hmm. will see those pantaloons shot up on our screen next to the woman who's clearly not wearing the pantaloons underneath her tight leather leggings. This is going to be a theme, and I am here for it. I love this Mormon police. Um, do you know what Heather reminds me of? Like, you have that friend who, like, eats Doritos for breakfast, and then they start doing, like, simple greens and stuff like that, and then next thing you know, they're like, you know how much sugar is in that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they all mm-hmm. of a sudden are the pillar of health. Like, I feel like that's Yeah, that's my issue Heather with her is. as well. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Well, we had quite a week. We had five whole shows. Do we want to start with the end of Atlanta? Sure. That's, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was going to say this, lay these women to rest. Good God. So I stopped Oh, in honor of their like interstitial heaven house that they're in? Yes. (laughs) Of course. Okay, let's get going. I guess to rest like Drew and Ralph's relationship. That is no more. No, it's not. And um, I'm going to be honest. I'll believe it when I see it. I had to fast forward the singing part. I couldn't do it. My skin crawled. No, Elizabeth. Opposite. You You watched it it I watched it 17 times. Well, because everybody, I watched it a little late this week and everyone kept posting it on Instagram. It was too much. So I had already seen it on 50 different feeds. Deserved reposting because that is the craziest thing I've ever seen on TV. I couldn't handle it. Andy's reaction was number one. It was Scott's he, he thoughts was, for me. Yeah. And also, he was on the couch. I can't. Do you believe that's really his first time on the couch? Yes, I do. That seems hard to believe. And Drew Sonora, like, she's such a good housewife. Thank goodness she's the one who was elevated to the stool. Yeah. I think she deserves it. Kenya was speaking so quietly and calmly to Ralph mm-hmm. during Drew's that storm rocked. off. That was That great. it made Ralph seem even crazier than he ever has before. And it's nice to know Kenya can do reads with her library voice on. Oh, incredibly so. Her best showing of the season. Yeah. 
I wish that her divorce was shown more on this show because it would have been nothing but that with her crazy ex Ralph like husband. Yeah. And we got a new um, a little entry into the Murder She Drew saga, which is the line, I have seen Ralph beat the IRS single-handedly. Does I don't know what that more? means. <laughs> I don't either. I really want to unpack that. <laughs> well, we learned one thing, and that is that Sonia is the biggest piece of shit. Oh, yeah. She's being so sanctimonious. Doubled down. On how she treated her family? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so upset that no one called her out for that. But I guess it's like a weird thing where it's like, it is family stuff, so maybe like... Who are you? And they all have family things. That kind of brings me... I have a side note, and then I want to jump back to Sonia. But that brings me to like them always getting on Candy. We know everything about Candy. She shows us fighting with Todd, her mom getting in her business. I feel like Candy gives us so much. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. such a weird narrative that she's not. Bringing it back to Sonia, Sonia said on a podcast right after they recorded the reunion that she got, like, eaten alive, that they really went in on her. The hell? When? I think it's because Candy, like, Candy calls her out for, like, always pretending to be in the middle. She called her out for that, like, this last episode. Mm -hmm. I think Sonia's Mm -hmm. so sensitive that that, like, destroyed her. Oh, like, Alex, a that's thing a that like guess. we didn't even like perceive. No, um, I didn't even know. Because she always is doing that. That's always my least favorite type of person on a Bravo show is the position Sonya is putting herself in. I yeah. Think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Courtney was so annoying. We'll never have to see her again. No, she was horrible. I don't think we've ever had that bad of a friend of before. No. No, but you know who was a classic friend of is Monietta. Yeah. There, but not making waves. She does just the, a, a little sprinkle of drama. Mm-hmm. And then it's just there to be nice and like back up the one or two people. Oh, she's great. Well, before we wrap up Atlanta, does this final reunion episode affect your grade of the season overall? Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. the two episode reunion. Me no, too. cut them down. I loved them. Thumbs loved down. Too. Something oh. bad's got to happen to Atlanta. Them. We got to do a shake up. We got to, we cannot come back for like another season of this. No, 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 I agree. We need to give Kenya a better friend. Like, Kenya's fun when she has, like, a friendly riff and not, like, a death grip on Marlo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Drew is a star. Drew could have a spinoff show, and I would watch it. Where can we move Drew to? Who's the closest, now that there's no Dallas? We could put her in Potomac. We could just put her on Murder, She Drew, and she could just be in her own home. Like she Being was scared. The first two years of COVID. All right. OC. Jen is so good on this mm-hmm. show. Jen she, is Kenya talking to Ralph. Yes. Jen manages to be in an insane situation, not start drama, and come off as likable and interesting all at the same mm-hmm. time. Where I'm honestly like, let her be with this piece of shit guy. Why are you so invested? Let her have yeah. a bad boyfriend. Who cares? Yeah. You're hurting her way more than Ryan has so far. Yeah. Yeah. She's able to make Tamara, the person talking about how her boyfriend is cheating on her, look like the villain. Mm -hmm. Well, this is just something I'm going to say, too, about Roni, is that, like, a lot of these shows now, a lot of these Bravo shows, feel like the game that all the cast members are playing is expose the other person's storyline so that, like, I don't have one. I feel like that's all very of what Lisa OC Rinna, is. Alex. Yeah. That's oh. Lisa Rinna's thing. That's an so interesting take. 
Yeah, so it's always like a deflection or like, here's what's going on with Jen. Even Taylor, I think Taylor is really good at doing it mm-hmm. on this show. Because she's the one that like starts very sneakily that whole um, Tamra-Jen argument at the end of the episode. It's like a blinker, you missed it thing though. Oh, um, totally. When she does it by standing up for Jen. Yeah. She's so good. Because she knows that's where the audience mm-hmm. is. And who's really bad at it is Vicky. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who made her truth and the truth or dare game her truth of telling Jen what she should be doing. <laughs> Vicky was a little too clunky for me. It it was really jarring having her yell, I got screen. fired really loud. While well, she that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, desperate. <laughs> She's just not meshing well. I can't believe our, I mean, my personal favorites of this season are Jen or Newbie. And Heather DeBro. Yeah, I love her. Huh? I love Heather. <laughs> Emily's coming off like a huge asshole. She is. And I, I mean, like and Emily. I, and I do love Shannon. I just have to say that. Like, Shannon's cracking me up. It did make me feel sad that she didn't want to be in a bathing suit. That was sad. But she wore it, and she looked great. Yeah. She um, participated. I loved the bathing suits. I thought that was incredible. I know it's super ticky-tacky, but I No, mean, I love it. These are women of the OC. Of course they need these in their wardrobe. They probably already had them, to be honest. I love that they had their own Cirque performance. Amazing. Yeah, I was really. so jealous. And then um, I also have to give Gina two comedic props because her three abuelas was funny. That was good. And her Jennifer Coolidge is Shannon was also funny. She made me laugh out loud twice. And, you know, not our favorite. No. But she's, she's fun on vacation. She's, yeah. she's good on vacation. Also a woman who can jump off a platform that's two feet above the water and call that a victory just makes me laugh. The second she touched the water, she was like <laughs> halfway down the stairs. But I think it's funny, the whole snuffle up against drama is born out of, well, obviously Heather made that comment because of Emily's nose. And then <laughs> Emily totally t- tweaked that into being about like a comment on her body. And then, mm-hmm. like, Heather kind of forgot that she had even said that or, like, why she had said it. So she <laughs> tried to play it off as, like, well, I called you that because, like, I like Snuffleupagus. I thought it, <laughs> it was because Emily's hair was so big. I didn't catch the nose thing. It's because she, like, hurt her nose doing the dive. Oh. But then, like, Heather clearly forgot that she had, or, like, what the so connection funny. was. Because she was like, oh, Snuffleupagus was, like, my imaginary friend as a child. <laughs> she tried to, like, cover it up. Yeah, with the backstory on Snuffleupagus. All right, we ready for New York? Yes, let's go on another trip. Um, this trip in New York, fun. Oh, I was gonna say bad. Way less fun. I couldn't handle that. Let's go around and out. I was born in a brown paper bag in the middle of the road story. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. It's like people being like, "Here, tell me what. Tell me about your life, so that we can talk about that, and we don't have to talk about my life." It's It's so weird because, like, we're getting it when they're at home. Like, they're at home in their own spaces talking to their family members about their trauma. Which makes more sense. Makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Like, usually how we get our trauma is, like, we meet an estranged mother or whatever. But now we get that and we have to go around a table on vacation out traumaing each other. And, like, some of these traumas are real and then there's poor Jessel. Okay. So, number one, I have to say, again, Candy-ism of it. They're saying Jenna doesn't share with them. She said episode one that her mom had basically was on the spectrum and couldn't emote or 
show like real emotion and how hard that was for her growing up. And they weren't allowed to make a noise. No, because her mom had too many sensory issues. And then she told them all about her skin and teeth issues. And also gentle surgery that intense. I would have said, dude, I feel like shit. I'm trying, I'm going first class. I, I need to spoil myself a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, she's going through a major breakup that they all know about. And know what makes me mm-hmm. not want to share? A bunch of women yelling at me to share. Right. I think that they did not read. Actually, one person knew how this was going to read, and that was Jessel, who is just pro-Jenna. The editors of Roni did something this week that's never been done before. Are you talking about our made-up flashback? The they did reality thing. An yeah. alt-reality flashback. And I just have to say that that's because they had an episode where nothing was going on. So they recreated an alternate reality to make something happen. And that is just sad. I, I know what? Okay, but this is my other thing. Going off of what Julia said. They're all doing our, their trauma Olympics. Then they say, well, Jessel, tell us about you. And then she doesn't really have very much to say. You know, that was like her big thing was like, I kind of thought I was going to be Devil Wears prodding around and reality slapped me in the face and I moved boxes for a year. Like, mm-hmm. that's not what I thought my life was going to look like. And then they shit on her. What did you want her to say? She doesn't have a big sob story, so she can't, like, what? I think Sai is so one note that, like, anything she hears someone say, she'll have the same, like, sort of, like, snappy, like, attitude about it. Like, no matter what. Mm-hmm. She's just, Sai yeah. is, um, I don't like her. She's really playing it wrong. Favorite. She's really playing it wrong. To the point where, like, when she tells her truly traumatic story, I'm like, all right, let's wrap this up, Sai. I know. Aaron's the same, where she bites people's heads off too early. And yeah. it's like when Bryn was telling the story about the her embryos. consultation, like you totally got what she meant. She was at a consultation. They say, yeah, well, we can freeze your eggs. It's better yeah. to do an embryo. Which She's is like, common knowledge. Well, I don't have anyone. Let me go through my phone. Like she was, it was making a joke. A joke. Aaron, yeah. everyone knew this. Yep. I got it. And Aaron's like, I don't believe you. I wrote in my phone, Erin is so stupid. Like, she, is, she doesn't know what WAP is. She's so sad. And she's, she's yeah. 35. The, she's youngest the youngest person in the group. She's the most grandma, though. She is. Yeah, the most If out of Jenna touch. fucking Lyons know what a WAP is, our dad well, knows what a WAP Jenna is. Jenna knows. When what Eric a WAP discovered is. WAP, he thought it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> he says it Eric all the time. That song. <laughs> yeah, they've watched the music video multiple times. <laughs> All right, Salt Lake City. All right, time to get to the good stuff. All right, here we are on yet another trip, except for this trip, um, crossover of the century, Trixie Mattel. I'm so excited. Holy shit, by the way, I looked into going to the Trixie Mattel like two months ago. Miss girl. Her rates be high. Her rates be high. Those shareable pizzas are going to yep. break the bank. Yep. That shareable between two to one person. You better bring more than two if you're going to share that room. <laughs> Cute motel though. Yeah. Do you see Angela's dog? It looked like that dog belonged at that motel. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh, that marriage. That's the saddest marriage. Like I've never seen a hotter man on Housewives. Her husband. A hatter man is- you mean. <laughs> Are their 11-year-old daughters sleeping in the bed with them? Yeah, not great. Huge bed, though. That bed was huge. It's an Alaska Um, king. I did feel really bad for 
Lisa when she lost her ring. That sucks. Like something like that kind of freaks you out. I don't think that she was I overreacting. Didn't feel bad at I all. don't think so. Oh, so did you see the pictures? They were stacked. It went to her knuckle. No, yeah. Past her knuckle. That is irresponsible ring wearing. I once was in a bathroom at a bar. Julia was there. And I turned around, because this is like a day outside bar. Turned around to flush the toilet, flush the toilet, and as it is spinning, the sunglasses fall off the top of my head into the toilet, land in the toilet. They look at me, I look at them, and then they are whisked down the hole. I flushed my sunglasses like a year ago, and I were drinks involved. Yeah, they were drinks. I was sedated. Don't worry. But I did yell out. Good God, my sunglasses. <laughs> but Elizabeth's so kind because I didn't have to Monica for her at all. We saw where they went. We said You're a little like, prayer. That. Yep. Yeah. But to you this day, I still like, oh my gosh, my sunglasses. I was traumatized. Honestly, the ring went the way of your sunglasses. Uh, you think she oh, flushed it? it? Totally. I, th- I think so too. Yeah. Everyone's like, someone stole them. No. No, there were too many of the housewives there. You would have heard the ding. You would have seen the roll. Like I found things off floors. But I also think maybe the other woman didn't do a good enough job of looking for it. The Monica was there for 45 no, but minutes I think going they did through it the tampon. Like a ring is But circular. how good did she do? I think that it hit the ground rolled right out of that bathroom. You know what Ooh, I mean? Like, okay. have you dropped things in the bathroom and they go flying? Like, whoa, how did this oh toothpaste cap get over here? Can someone who's good at animation please do the journey of Lisa's ring? It rolls all and the way. And just give us, like, a quick, like, three-minute animated series. I will say, and I think it's because I'm still kind of anti-Heather, I was very annoyed with her filming herself. Oh, I didn't off. like that. Like, help look! She was like, oh my god, Lisa's so unhinged. Like, she's being crazy right now. It's like, this is the woman who's now made herself the Mormon police. You're fine. And this is an understandable thing for her to freak out about her very expensive ring when it immediately goes missing. She's just always like, I'm trying to get on the right foot with, like, Lisa, but she keeps on doing something crazy. And it's like, Heather doesn't, you don't want to be friends with her. Heather is a judgy bitch. I think that she was, I mean, she's told us before she was a judgy bitch of who was most Mormon and who wasn't. And now she's judgy of who is most Mormon and who isn't, but the other side of it. We, we know why she doesn't like Angela. We got that revealed this week. In high school? Well, in high school, they're both known as the funny ones. But Angela got best sense of humor. Yeah. She's been That's in competition with Angie ever since. Um, But like... Heather wouldn't let anyone find who did her black eye. She's certainly not going to be expected to find her. God, right. that's Julia, so annoying. Excellent point. I, yeah, I'm. That made me annoyed about that again. You just bringing it up. <laughs> black eye. And we're trying to forgive her, Julia. When Justin Whitney's husband revealed that he was wearing communication crystals, I thought he was joking <laughs> until no. he revealed they were real. His current full-time job is making Whitney happy and having extremely white teeth. Yes. They get whiter every season. Meredith gets a new face and Justin gets new teeth. And before moving on, we got to talk about Monica a little. I love her. Yeah, of crazy backstory. She had an 18-month-long affair with her husband's sister's husband. Right, her brother-in-law by marriage. Okay. That's wild. Mm -hmm. Yep. But only she got excommunicated. He did not. The person she had the affair with. She was also the one who confessed. 
Yep. But yeah, of course it's sexism. I mean, we could probably look this up. I'm sure they're still married. The wife of the brother-in-law. Oh, I bet so too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they're probably just made it work. Yeah. But 18 months. That's or like she divorced him and then that woman got excommunicated. Oh. <laughs> I feel like this means a Google. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do my best. Jeez. Um, this overall, is very dark. I love Monica and I really like that she's not rich and is trying to fit in. I love like, being at that interior of her house. That was great. It was yeah. so refreshing after seeing everyone else's. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she was really fun. She was a fun newbie. She's giving me gin vibes, and I think that's good. And as she's folding baby swaddles, you know she actually lives there, which is a question mark on like 90% of these women. <laughs> Most of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like she's giving real, Yeah. where the other women are giving us fakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mary Cosby, she doesn't give us much, but... Her one scene. Her one scene. Always comedic gold. Like, she's willing to ask somebody if they have 2003 Don Perignon, but not willing to ask the son who's helping her make this call if he's married. And for that, we thank you. She's just wild. <laughs> Speaking of unhinged behavior, are we ready for her, the return of Southern Charm? Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is the best show. I love I this show. Best show. I, I watched it twice. I wasn't paying attention, and this came out of nowhere for me. I was not, like, tracking the days. I was like, oh, shit, Southern Charm. But you guys, this was an episode of Southern Charm. Fireworks. Can I make Fireworks. My, my blanket statement about Southern Charm is even more so than the other Bravo shows, um, including Vanderpump Rules, because it's Vanderpump Rules is a cast of actors, so they are performing all the time. Southern Charm feels like we are just documenting these people and they have no idea cameras are there. No, Alex, that's exactly what I said. Having real friends make up your cast makes such a difference. It really does. Like Austin, Shep, and Craig, that is how they are 100% oh, yeah. of the time. Just three tall men picking out a, an ruining, outfit. Ruining her lives. Yeah. Picking out a horrible outfits. Now that I'm on my third season of Southern Charm, can yeah. I please describe what I would like to call the rundown of every episode ever? Yes. Yes. Tall white man with beer gut does something horrible. Tall white man with beer gut confesses to something horrible. Beautiful blonde woman is shocked by something horrible and is visibly upset. Tall white guy with beer gut is shocked by her behavior. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Yeah, most beautiful woman you've ever seen it has her li- is devastated and life <laughs> is destroyed by the goofiest looking tall guy in the world. <laughs> Yeah, on a loop. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And we've talked a lot about Austin's appeal. Like, how does he keep getting away with this? How does he keep on destroying these women and, like, everything? Like, I get it, I think. I think I'm finally, like, at peace with I think that, like, if you knew an Austin in your life, like, if I did, I would, like, knowing everything I know about him, I would probably still be, like, friends like with him? Austin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you know what the biggest wake-up call for Austin was? Was him talking to Sierra. Him yelling at her that she looked like, quote unquote, goddamn Celine Dion. And all of his little lines, I think that really works for some people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, clearly, most people. Petite blondes. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I have a chef question. Yes. Is Taylor the longest term girlfriend oh, yes. we've seen with Shep slash only this is this is his first breakup 
Okay. Yes. That's what I thought. He's never gotten into a relationship this far by any means. Relationship. But that ended immediately. <laughs> I mean, we had a whole TV show devoted to him finding a relationship that did not last as long as yeah. Um, Do you guys think the vibrator was that bad? No. Yes, and this is why. Okay. Because she prefaced this gift by saying, I was given tons of these during the breakup. That wasn't great. Leading to me to realize yeah. that was this, this a is a re-gift no! of a vibrator. There is no way. It's not. She basically said it. And that is why. Okay. I changed my mind. And it's not like a bridal shower. No. It's a wedding reception. And if she brought the vibrator, she would should have done like a his and hers. She could have done a kinky gift, but it was links, weird. It was This awful. links to the point I want to make is that, and I don't know how much of this is like Bravo construction in the wake of Scandal but we are definitely seeing like a Taylor as Raquel type. Yeah. Arc. Yeah. The quiet ex-girlfriend of a shitty guy who's now about to cause some trouble. Yes. Um, I have to say about Madison's man... That's nuts. She married a guy after knowing him for like a year and a half ish who lives in California. Huh? Were you guys shocked by that? Well, like Uh. I was more proud of him for doing that plane ride every eight days for her. Like that's a committed guy. I guess, but he's, I was kind of shocked. I don't know. Did they wait until they had got married to have sex? Like she's, she's weird. She's weird. She's weird. (laughs) Well, she, Yeah. She is They're weird. all weird. They're all so weird. Alex, she dated ex- Austin for years. I was going to say, hey, Alex, how yeah. happy were you that we got a flashback of Madison? <laughs> I need it two more times this season. I can't get it off. Madison. You know that I've always called Craig like the Bravo boy. Yes. I feel like it's only a matter of time before Paige ends up fully becoming like Naomi to him. Julia, mm-hmm. do you agree? Oh, totally. What, that he hates her? She is miserable with that him. That she is just awful to him because she's miserable with him, but they stay together <laughs> oh, for too long. She... She's not leaving New York, no. which I get, but like he doesn't. <laughs> And then he's trying to broker her friendships for her. And they're all like, I don't think she wants to be friends with us. And he's like, we'd really appreciate if you give us a chance to allow Paige to maybe like you. She would hate them all if she spent that much time with them. I do have to say at the beginning of the episode on my first watch, I was so annoyed to see Olivia and Taylor. And I was really mourning the loss of people we could never allow on our screens again, like the k Ravs, the JDs. I was, like, mourning the loss of Catherine and all yeah. of, like, this old money, creepy, illegal elegance that, like, you to flood. wanted the southern underbelly. I, well, I, that is what we came into the show for. That is what's so great about it in the beginning. Go on. And then I realized that we are in a new generation of southern charmers. And now we are the Southern Charm of Mystery. When and here's our mystery. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Did Taylor and Austin hook up is the mystery that's posed. We all oh, know yes. it. Yes. Yes. Did Taylor send nude photographs to Whitney? That is something I need to know. Mm-hmm. Why isn't Naomi on my screen anymore? Another mystery. I do miss her. Um, did Taylor re-gift the vibrator? Yes. yes. Now we have now I'm feeling confident. Did Paige cheat on okay. Craig? What the fuck? I have a I have a guess. Okay. I think she was referencing Andrea. Oh. That makes sense. That is that the totally only thing I can think of. Because 
Paige okay. is where Paige is not. We that know makes, I hadn't is, even thought about that. I hadn't even thought about that. that. Thank you. For Paige that. is in bed drinking a two liter of full sugar Coca Cola. That is what Paige is doing on the week, guys. Like, yeah, we know her. Mm-hmm. She's not hooting around. I think that's the Andrea part. Okay. Well, you're solving the mysteries. Thank you. That were right in front of my nose. I'm not a good detective. Craig's probably been getting drunk uh, and, like, at every bar, like, kind of, like, talking about that, like, openly, I'm sure. So everyone's kind of like, oh, like, Craig hates Andrea. Like, obviously, like, they hook. You know, I totally see that being a thing. I love Craig. (laughs) Guys, I think Austin is in love with Taylor. He treats her. We said this last season, Julia. He's so in love. Is he or does he hate Shep more covertly than Craig hates Shep? Because Craig is very open about how he thinks Shep's so stupid and like. Think of somebody you hate more than anything. Picture that hatred as like a floating ball in the world. What if you could put your penis in that? And that but this is, is how, how Austin views Taylor. Yes, this is how these guys deal with these things. He gets to hate on Shep and have sex at the same time. But then why did yes. he go down under with them? Why did he go on like a two-month vacation? Because vacation. Vacation's okay. so fun, Julia. And also, okay. Julia, like, think of every season. Have There's always like an arc of like Austin and Shep eventually hate each other. Yes, every season. Yes. And do you remember when Chelsea was involved? I mean. Oh, yes. Um... So that makes sense to me that, like, he isn't in love with Taylor and is just doing that to, like, spite Fuck with Shep. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you guys. Because when I heard from the internets Taylor was screaming at Craig, I was like, oh, I'm going to be on Taylor's side. After watching it, I'm, I think I'm, oh, I'm kind of team on Team Craig. Craig except Again, I'm when biased. he said, yeah. I should have let him just sleep with the girl at the bar. That wasn't good. That was a bad boy. Dude, yelled at him for like 45 minutes. Hey, you pushed my Bravo boy too far. I know. I know. Um, I just have to say, at first I was hating Olivia and Taylor, and I realized that they're definitely a necessity, and they're the only two cast members who are trying to call out these Peter Pan boys yeah, out on the are. bullshit. And they're the only ones who ever have, yeah. like, mm-hmm. we have Leva there, thrilled she's back. Is she full-time? That's another mystery. But I don't think so. She is just loving rubbing their backs and telling them how great they are. Yeah. All these tall boys. And... Taylor and Olivia aren't going to let him get away with this shit. All right. Are we ready for awards? Yeah. All right. Awards. My Hank Hill fashion icon award goes to the boys of Southern Charm who, despite the changing of times, will never update their wardrobes, even when they are literally updating their wardrobes and insist on wearing pants that are so low to really accentuate that beer gut. So congratulations. Craig did put on his shirt this week and was like, ooh, that's tight. <laughs> yeah, this. All right, Alex. That red sweater that Shep puts on in the store is so silly. So I was like, is this an <laughs> ugly sweater Christmas party? And it wasn't even a bad sweater. It's the way he was wearing it. It's the Shep underneath, Julia. Yeah. All right, Alex, your award? Because I feel bad about not giving the Halloween Kyle's award last <laughs> week. <laughs> um, I have to honor Kyle Richards. And give the Kyle Richards' Missing Ring Award uh, to Lisa. The award that actually technically was the first Detective Doty Award. Oh my gosh. In episode two. That's right. So congrats to Lisa, of course. All right, Julia, what's your award? My Bring a Bomb to a Wedding Reception Party Award 
goes to Austin. And the bomb he dropped was not just the gift. It was all of the crazy, awkward things that he said to them right after, like how he wanted the itinerary to go on their honeymoon and how he kept being like, oh, I know that about you. Oh, I know that about you. Oh, I know you better than your husband. That was the worst thing. Yeah, delicious. And that is why I watched the episode twice. (laughs) I honestly thought the like bomb present was the the least of his offenses. Totally. I actually thought that was kind of funny. And then, yeah. And Madison handled it so well. She's going to be fun. I kind of hope she doesn't get pregnant. She's way more fun with a, a cocktail in hand. All right. Well, what a great week of Bravo. Thank you guys both for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.